good day and welcome to another episode of Trend. My name is Esosa and I'm bringing to you 40 foundations. Last week we talked about some, a little thing about marriage and I believe it was interesting. Today is even going to be more lovely. Um, I have here with me Brother Osas. Yes, you're welcome to the show and also I have Mr. Mike Aibe, I have Mrs. Obara and I have Mrs. Ekianwa. To start with, okay, thank you. To start with, um, this special set of persons I mentioned earlier, they are part of a marriage committee and they are the best. They are the best, right? Yeah, they give the best <laughs> advice. Like, there's never a dumb way to them. Like, we have a pre-discussion and I can't tell you, I, I, listening to them, I just want to get married and there are some precautions I'm taking already and I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Thank you, sir. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us. So we'll be talking on 40 foundations today. I just quickly want to ask Mr. Aigbe this question. What do you understand or what can you tell us about 40 foundations, sir? Well, uh, 40 and foundation, it just is just self-explanatory. What is 40 from the beginning? Okay. So in marriage, what? Do you see from the beginning that is faulty that you know that you can cope with or the ones you know you feel you cannot cope with? It's a very simple and straightforward thing. Well, well, thank you very much, sir. That means you are telling me before uh, I choose a partner, someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with, there are some things you think I should watch out for. Basically, yes, there are things that are glaring. You must try as much as possible to see them coming. Outside the law, outside the companionship, outside the time for dating and having time to discuss with each other, open your eyes and see those things as it is, not as if it will vanish. It won't. You see it and you be very critical about it. Wow. Thank you very much, sir. Thank I think you. that's a lesson I've learned right now. Okay, so the first question we're going to be asking is how do you differentiate between a faulty foundation and a flaw? I think I should throw that question to Ms. Sigiano. Thank you. Welcome, ma'am. You know, when we say flaw, that is some character defects. Some things that, okay, some, some persons will say is uh, that is. That is why. I cannot be changed. Um, Well, we want to say that there are some things that you see in somebody that, okay, you say, well, I can put up with this flaw. I can help him or her. But there are some that you just know right from the onset that this person, if I go ahead, if I enter into this relationship and and it leads to marriage, it may become a problem in future. Then I cannot continue. For instance, somebody who is violent, you are still in the dating stage, he's already eating you, beating you, and then he will come around to say, to apologize, you know, I was pushed, you caused it, then you you already saw that, except if you want to, by the time you are married, you want to become a punchy bag, you can go ahead with the relationship. I see that one as one 40 foundation that you will see from the beginning like brother mike said 40 foundation fought at the beginning of the relationship 
and you are already trying to, you know, some ladies who even want to cover up for the guy. Like last week, we talked about somebody who, after the guy finished beating, will say, Well, I feel that is a sign of love. If he doesn't beat me, I don't I feel love. So, beating is not a sign of love. I actually had a colleague then. Yes. After the guy finished beating her, if she comes to the office like this, you know, as young ladies, then we, we all try to like cancel her. Why, why don't you leave this guy? She said, The truth is, I feel the more he beats me, Jesus. the more, <laughs> the more, the yeah, more I, love I, I love him. And it shows a sign of love that he's beating me to actually correct me. You can understand, imagine that kind of mindset. Yes, but mindset. I can bet you that I don't know what later became of them anyway, but I can bet you that that can lead or that can also lead to a crack in the wall of their, yes. their marriage later yes. on in life. So I want to say that a flood, you know, there are some that you can actually put up with. For instance, if the guy doesn't know how to keep to time, you understand? Yes. You can help manage it. Okay, we have a place, that we have a, an appointment. You can start preparing on time, well ahead of time. Then if is in terms of finance, keeping how to spend money, how to you can also help to be. That is why the Bible says we are helpmates. You are to complement each other. But if, on the other hand, you just know that this one I cannot put up with it, it's better you quit. Like they say, broken engagement is always better than broken marriage. Thank you. Now, what if the person is is all caring and loving and you don't know? I don't know how to put it. And the person is acting all nice. How will you now differentiate? Or what you know? In most cases, people say uh, he was pretending all along that you never knew. How will you now know that there's something wrong somewhere, or he has a character that he's hiding? It will always show, one way or the other. It will show. It will show, except you don't want to be truthful to, to yourself. yourself. You are just trying to cover up because he's loving, he's meeting all your needs. Yes. So you are being carried, are being carried away, away by all those signs Very of well. I love you. And, uh, uh, they feel if she raises any of those things, mm. uh, the next time probably the gift that will come will come again. Yes. Those are some compromises they make. If you observe what the pastor says today, mm. the responsibility of destiny trainers among them, he wrote self. Yes. And that self. Is you, you know yourself. Yes. Teach yourself the truth. Yes. Tell yourself the truth. Work on, on yourself. yourself. Okay. Um, okay, sir. So in a situation like this, um, okay, I know myself, but I'm not so sure about my partner. And my partner has a weakness which I believe I can work on myself. Can I have that mindset or go with that mindset that's okay in the relationship, maybe when we get married, my partner can work on that weakness. Like maybe my partner is violent, a violent person. And now I have the mindset that's okay. I have a weakness before and I've been able to, over time, work on myself. Can I go with that mindset into marriage that my partner can work on his or herself in the marriage and become a better person? Or you feel like you can manage the weakness? Yes. Okay, let um, me say something. Most of the times, eh, we don't always assume that, but I've had a scenario when it worked out. Okay. The guy was violent. But immediately he got married. He's been married for like eight years now. He's never been violent. That one is on the good side. 
You understand? But there are some that could never change. Because whatever you see in the relationship, it goes further. So do not expect to say, I want to change this person. It does not really work that person. You can't change any person except the Holy Spirit changes that person. But when you see, just the way she said before, when you see somebody that is violent, you say, let me manage, I can change. You cannot change that person. First of all, you must ask yourself, what makes this person violent? Before the person becomes violent, what makes the person, maybe there is something you are doing that makes the person violent. If you can refrain, retake your steps to know, oh, this is the aspect, this is the place that should you go to, then maybe it can work. But if for no reason, at all, the person is violent, violent, then there is nothing you can really do about that. Okay. And then, before you can also talk about uh, my partner will work on himself or herself, both of you need to also discuss it. Don't okay. just assume you are seeing this flaw in this person, you've never brought it up. You say, Well, since I have been able to work on myself, I believe uh, she will be, he, he will be able to work on himself, and then you enter into marriage, and then. You want to not change him all of a sudden. He will tell you, no, this is who this I am. Who I am. Mm-hmm. I've always been like this and you know it. In fact, we dated for three years. years. We dated for, you never, uh, no, no, no objection, no nothing. Is it now you want to change me? So that is why I said, before you do that, you must discuss it between both of you. Okay. Yes. Okay, thank you, ma'am. Um, according to what... I have a question. Sorry. Okay. Mrs. Ogara, what if he's not violent? Mm-hmm. What if he's jealousy? Or what if he's tight fisted or something? No, some men can just be jealous yes. over nothing. But Even yeah. if you are not having an affair with the person, you are faithful to him. He just sees you with somebody and you think yes. maybe something is going on. Mm. Some men have that kind of issue. Last week we talked about obsession. Mm-hmm. We talk about jealousy without you having... That's an obsession. Yes, an obsession obsessed. can lead to something else. Mm-hmm. When you are obsessed with somebody, you can kill the person without knowing. Yes. You understand? You call if it I love. That's no love. Nobody, because I cannot yes, have you. Is that have me or nobody? nobody yes. And it leads to something else. So I, I would even encourage somebody to get married or to go into a relationship with somebody that is obsessed. Yes, because the person can do anything to you. Mm. Oh. I don't want to believe that obsession is love. No, it's not I don't love. call it. It's not love. You understand? It's so sure. let it be that it's genuine love. When it comes to obsession, when it comes to jealousy, I won't I won't recommend anybody for that. Those that are obsessed, yes. they are commanding. Mm. Yes. You understand? And they tell you sit. Yes. <laughs> you have to sit down. Yes. It is not out of love anymore because to him, he feels he's out of love, but he's not really out of love, but out of the obsession. And when you now refuse to sit down, it, 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 it becomes another thing. The violence now comes in. Yes. So observe, you must be very, very observant. And when you tell them, ah, uh, please, I, I noticed this in you, um, can we really talk about this? You know, you bring it out. You let the man express himself so that you would know where his angle is. Yes. And so that you will also let him know that you are this, not because you are loose. This is what life is. Self-expression, being around people, having to interact. This is just part of you. And that's where it ends. He gives you, okay, if you are like this, this is where you will end your discussion with other persons. These are your limits. You say, okay, I'm good with it. That's it. But if he refuses and says, is it that this? Some women uh, tell you to delete, delete your former friend's number. Don't talk don't to this, do this. Don't talk to that. <laughs> that's not good. That is not, that's obsession. Yes. It becomes uh, very critical. Now what if he's tight-fisted, even if you are not 
over the mango. Well, there are people that are really tight fisted. Yes. It's, it's, uh, it's a nature. Even to themselves. <laughs> yes, it's a nature. Yes. It's, uh, it depends on how 